Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Alyssa White. Alyssa White is the founder, president, and chief empowerment officer of Fulfillment Empowerment Network, LLC. Alyssa is a coach, motivational speaker, and trainer. Welcome to the show, Alyssa. Thank you so much, Regeline, for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's an awesome Monday morning here in Arizona. And I'm just glad I get to spend time with you. Likewise, it's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? All right. So I am originally born and raised in Guyana, South America, which I'm very proud of. I am a naturalized U.S. citizen who has lived in Florida for about 12 years, and I've been in Arizona for three Um and I absolutely am so proud and blessed to have lived the life that I have and to take the journey I have been on. I am single, no children, except my beautiful niece and nephew, who you could see in the background. They're with me everywhere I go. Um, I'm crazy about spending time with my family and my friends and my inner circle and just growing and helping others grow and fulfill their purpose. I love it. Now tell us more about what inspired you to start your own tutoring center at the age of 17. I know it, it, listen, one thing I think I would like to say that I got from my parents and all the wonderful people that were part of my upbringing was never to give up. And there's only a delay and not a no and just keep pushing anyway. And so when I finished in Guyana, we have this major exam that we write as we get out of high school, it's called um, Caribbean Examination. And so we have to write that exam and that determines whether or not we get into university or where, where we can work. So I did pretty well for myself with the exam after overcoming some crazy obstacles. But by the time I got out to school, I wanted to teach as a, like a paraprofessional and go to school full-time, go to university full-time. However, the government had a freeze and there, were, there weren't opportunities. I also was very passionate about becoming a flight attendant or working at the bank. Like that was my dream job. Every time my mom took me to the city and I were, was at the banks with her, I'd be like, I wanna be the girl behind the counter. Now, of course I had no idea what they were doing standing there all day. <laughs> they just look so cute with their sweaters on. So I couldn't find a, a job. And I had, uh, because of my, you know, success, I humbly say so God was gracious enough to help me and give me a family that really encouraged education. Because I did so well throughout my academic years in, in elementary and high school, many people wanted me to work with their children. And I'm like, I'm not even a trained teacher yet or anything. But um, that's kind of how it is, how it works in Guyana. And so I had numerous questions, you know, please tutor my child and help her with her work. Now, once I started working with one or two children, I realized their issue was not math and English. It was really reading and comprehension. And so at the time, just, just how we talk about coincidence, but I really believe it's all part of God's plan. The government had brought in a program called Wings of Words, um, where they were training facilitators for literacy. So I was selected to be one of those participants to get trained as a literacy facilitator. And also my family from overseas had blessed me with the Hooked and Phonics uh, reading programs. And I had another one called Fast Track. So I quickly put that together and I thought I was gonna work with five or 10 children. 
it blew up to 20 and 30 and 40. And then over the summer, I ended up having 100 plus students from uh, kinder all the way up to <laughs> high school. And so the basic thread there was that they needed to understand, to learn how to read and comprehend. And so I got teachers with me and it went on for years. And so I was an entrepreneur at 17. My mom had just started her preschool and I worked to manage that with her. So, and that was after we had, we had gone through a lot already, but we just kept pushing forward. And with God's help and strength, it was very successful. Wonderful. Now, when you and I spoke recently, you mentioned the word authentic and how you utilize that in your coaching and your trainings. Can you explain to the audience what the word authentic means to you? So for me, authenticity is when you are boldly and bravely, first of all, able to accept exactly who you are, when you honor and respect your journey and understanding that that has not defined you, but it's a part of who you are, it's a part of your story, and you can use it for empower to empower yourself and propel you forward. Um, when you're able to get in touch with that voice for yourself and own it, and then boldly stand in the world and say, here I am, this is me, this is where I was, this is where I am, and here's where I'm going. Who's coming with me? And, and you're confident in that. And so that authenticity drives your every decision. I mean, down to the little ones, like where you should go, who you should be friends with. It helps direct your environment, your career choices, you know, your friendships, your, your love and romantic relationships. When you're in a place of authenticity, you're empowered to make decisions from a place that resonates very well with exactly who you are and who God created you for, to be. So I am such a great advocate for living a life, of, a life of authenticity. And a lot of people use the word and it could be sound so abused, but I really would like people to get in touch with exactly what I said. Owning your voice, owning your story and taking it moving forward boldly and let it guide all your choices and your decisions and your presence. I love it. Now, tell us more about the major challenge you had to overcome in your life, such as domestic violence. So when I was younger, um, you know, and, and of course I'm including my family members, my dad was very, very physically abusive to my mom. And so at some point we had to um, remove ourselves from our home and get back in. And in that case, um, my sister was, my dad never spanked us. And my sister was actually being spanked by him. And I was so afraid um, seeing her get spanked that I called the police and my dad saw me or got wind of me doing that. And he lost, lost a uh, phone. I always talk about it being the old gling gling cling cling rotary phone, and he lost it in my head, and it broke into pieces. I I was became unconscious. Um, I wasn't sure of. I don't even know. I can't recall the story. I've only had stories exactly. I, I just remember dialing nine one one and the phone breaking, um, seeing the phone on the floor, and then me passing out. Um, and of course, that was I was. I, I was not myself after that. And so my family had to bring me to the hospital and I was regressing to more a childhood state at age 14 and losing my memory. I was kind of like silent, not talking, not knowing what things were, hospitalized in the medical system in Guyana at the time, not being able to fully 
understand what was happening with me because I was not bleeding. But what had happened, eventually we had um, specialists coming from the US and I had damaged tissues in my brain um, and there was nothing they can do to fix that. Um, the doctor did all the necessary tests and everything and they're like, only God can, <laughs> only God can help her. So I went on for about a year with seizures and I had lost a lot of weight because I, I, I was not eating. I had to be fed to be to eat. At one time I lost full circulation in my leg where I had to um, be taken in and out of bed and given bats and all these wild things that my, my family would have shared with me subsequently. And so um, there was anger and bitterness that laid up in my heart as I realized the state I was in and I was not well for about a year to two years in recovery. With much prayer, God miraculously healed my body and my brain. And so I am so excited that he did. Um, I remember the moment when I became aware of myself after that long one year and a half, it was I was in church and they laid hands on me and I remember springing into dance. Now, I don't consider myself to have rhythm, but I danced before uh, God and whoever was there. And I committed myself that no matter what, all this, and I remember writing in my Bible subsequently after I got healed, um, was pain to purpose. And so when I wrote that down, I my life has always been not why is this happening to me? Well, me, I've had those moments. Yes, I did. But how can, how does this play in my life? And where is it taking to taking me to next? That's been my question. And so even I've come up as an adult and of course dealt with the things, other things like divorce and, you know, miscarriage and infertility and all that. But the same message resound is God you can use this and you can get all the glory at the end of it. And so in my coaching practice and anything I do, my reminder is to, to help and let people know that you can break through all the pain, all the mindset challenges you have, and you can still live a life of purpose and your life can be the most beautiful that you would have it. It's just a choice and getting the right environment. And really and truly, I can't help but say, hanging on and holding on to God's promises for your life. Very powerful. Now, Robert says, amen. I agree. Amen. Very powerful. Amen. <laughs> yes. Now, Alyssa, tell us more about how important your relationship with God is to you. It, that someone just asked me that the other day, and it is the foundation of who I am. And I say that boldly. You know, I've worked in the corporate world as well, and <laughs> you're not supposed to talk. You know, when I worked at, at a certain government agency, I wasn't supposed to be able to talk about God, but I can't help it. He is the source of everything that I am. I my relationship. I got saved at around age five, and. You know, that's such a young age. And a lot of people think, well, 
but you don't really know. Oh my gosh, did I know? Because I actually got filled with the Holy Spirit by the time I was age 10. I was baptized at age 10. And I remember distinctly and clearly, because of course all my memories came back. Thank you, Jesus. And it came back to where I have them vividly in my head. Um, I remember getting on stage and, and being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I was singing, he's my rock, my soul, my shield. He's my we in the middle of the wheel. And that is exactly who God is to me. And so over time, as we, with everything that's happening in the world and so much crazy that's even happening in some of our churches and our denominations, one thing I can tell you and my and your and my viewers today is that if God is the we in the middle of your wheel, if he is the captain of your ship, if he's the foundation of whatever you're building, it will not be in vain and you will always be fulfilled. I talk about fulfillment and abundance so much, no matter what phase and what chapter you are in your life, whether you're up on a mountain or down in a valley, once he is your foundation, you will absolutely have a life of fulfillment and abundance. So he's my everything. That's my faith is my everything. I love it. Now, Ms. Johnson says, amen. Again, I, amen. Very yeah. powerful. Now, Alyssa, what is your greatest accomplishment? My greatest accomplishment so far has been, for me, allowing myself to live in authenticity and discovering that, you know what, I can truly be me. <laughs> I can go with my my silly laugh. I can just that has been my I mean, we can talk about, you know, degrees and, you know, being able to to be a coach and, and work with people. Those are awesome things that I absolutely enjoy. I'm so grateful for. But my greatest accomplishment has been being able to do the work that brought me to living a life of authenticity where when I say something, it it, it is when I when I choose, it is, and I'm satisfied and fulfilled and moving forward. And so I wrote a quote recently that, you know what, when you choose, when you, when you grow and you choose a life of authenticity, it is nothing more fulfilling. When you're not attached to anything, anyone, any place, it is such the most freeing experience. And I, I, my words cannot describe it enough, but that's how God has, and the moment I chose that path, and I choose to just be me and who God created me to be and, and not just live off of what other people have told me or said life or things or my way about should be, but just to be who God created me to be. Everything else and all my accomplishments come from that place. Just sitting here with you today is an absolute miracle from what the doctor said I should have been, you know, 20 something years ago. But as I got older, I think I chose this journey around age 33. Um, and it was, a, it was not, it's not easy to live in your authentic space. Um, that brought me to the point where my ex and I, we separated and then divorced. And so many other things that I've had to choose um, came from living and being authentic. So I would say that is my biggest accomplishment. And I continue to live in that journey very inspiring. And as a domestic violence survivor myself, my heart truly goes out to you. So thank you for sharing that with us. Now, Mr. Brown says, wow, that's an awesome testimony. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Mikhail. Yes, that's one of our uh, GMT team members as well as Keo is. <laughs> I love it. Now yeah. tell us more about the, some of the projects that you're currently working on. So right now, um, my, my, uh, 
coaching practice is about to hit its all-time um, launch. Um, I haven't fully launched my coaching practice. I've been coaching individuals, you know, in the back end. But my coaching program I'm about to launch is um, breaking through to purpose. And so I will be. I'm excited to have individuals again come with me and walk in the journey that I have to connecting with their authentic voice and their true their true values and core beliefs and now taking all that and repositioning themselves in their own lives and in their world to live out what they were created for. So I'm excited to launch that program, uh, that coaching program. And also um, I will be launching another program that is a trauma-related program to getting over breakups and separation. So that's a second coaching program. And I will have a course for both of those that individuals who are not particularly ready for coaching, they can work through a self-paced course. I'm totally excited about that. I'm also working with our uh, teammate, uh, David Douglas, to launch an entrepreneurship program in Ghana where we will be providing training for the young entrepreneurs. We have quite, quite a number of people already signed up. And so that's another big project we're working on. That is actually I call the Fulfillment Empowerment Network Philanthropy Project. And also doing a couple of things in Pakistan and supporting a couple of ministries there. Um, and it's I'm just amazed at how many speaking and conferences are coming up. So God is just really pushing me forward. And again, I said, once you build on that solid rock, which is, you know, Christ, and you are authentic, the opportunities and the, you, exactly what you dream of. Because as a child, I sang a lot and I still do. And a lot of people would expect me to be holding the microphone to sing. And I remember God giving me a vision of me standing before crowds and I kept, I was not singing, I was speaking. And I was like, what does this mean? What does this mean? But it's the message. It's this message that God has given me to break through from all your pain and live a life of purpose. And just simply, I've done it. I'm living its facts. And that is what I bring to everything that I do. Amen. Very powerful. Thank you. Now, Miss Walker says, I'm so proud of you, Alyssa White. Thank you for pouring into others. And thank you for listening in, Miss Walker. Thank you, Janaea. She's one of my sisters and we, we've got some amazing things planned too. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. God's timing is never wrong, right? It's always no, on time. It's not. Always right. Always now, on time. Amen. Now, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? Mm, I have them so many times. <laughs> I live in the aha space. <laughs> Can I just say, I'm the woman that's learning a new thing every day. And so I've allowed, ever since I was a child, I believe, what my mom taught me is to sit back at the end of the day and, rec and recall and take accountability. And then we will pray, gentle Jesus, meek and my, look upon this little child, you know, you know, but that phase of reflection is what brought me to, like, I'm always in a space of learning. But I believe my aha, my biggest aha moment came about when I was 33 years old. And I just, I was just tired. You know, I was married already. I got married at age 22. So at that time, it would have been like 11 years. And, you know, we had gone through a lot together. There was infidelity. And so there was a lot of 
pain that I was carrying from those um, moments of, 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 of distrust. And even though we really cared about each other, um, there was just too much pain. It compiled. And then I was dealing with uh, infertility as well. And I remember just thinking, I cannot do this anymore. I need to, something's got to change, God. Like I'm in, I'm serving you. I'm, I'm in youth. I'm doing children's church. I'm doing praise and worship. I, you know, I'm a, a director of a brilliant and growing preschool in the, in the little town I live in in Florida. But my, my life is just inside. I just feel so unfulfilled and frustrated and hurt. And so I needed to allow myself the opportunity to break through. And so I remember uh, I became part of this program, Purpose, Passion, Peace. And I spent a weekend, a full weekend of, I call it group therapy, but it did it was not presented to me that way or I might not have gone. Um, and I became a part of that group and I'm shouting out to my friends in Boca Raton, Florida, <laughs> Purpose, Passion, Peace. Um, that surrounding of, of, of love and an environment where I was able to speak out what I, all that I've gone through and how I really felt about it, how angry I was, you know, with that my dad kind of took some part of me when that phone broke in my head and slowed me down a little bit. And I was still carrying so much anger and pain. And my aha moment was exactly what I said. All this can be used for God's glory. All this can be used for God's glory. Like I said, and I remember writing in my Bible, pain to purpose. And so that was my aha moment that kind of keeps pulling me through the day-to-day -day nuances, the opportunities to get bitter and to uh, not to forgive someone for whatever it might be small or big, because I talked I spoke, made a video the other day about using the F-bomb and I was talking about the forgiveness bomb because I believe forgiveness is such a healing and freeing uh, experience and a process. And I don't like to say it's a thing. It's an, it's an experience and a process because you have to wake up every day and forgive, especially if you've gone through domestic violence, whether you've been divorced and you were cheated on or, you know, however it fails, you got let go from your corporate job and it wasn't right or whatever happens, you can carry that stuck. And so when I forgived and released all that that weekend, I think that was my biggest aha moment. And that was my breakthrough moment. But then I subsequently had to find tools and an environment and people and experiences that continue to nurture and now bring that aha moment into reality, into a way of living and being, which is to quickly forgive, move on, and just continue going through and understanding that it's not happening to you, it's happening for you and for your good. And you, God can turn it and your choices and positive mindset can turn it all into something that helps to transform another life. If you choose, if you choose. Amen, if you choose, I love it. Now, Miss Johnson says, very influential. And Miss Goodman says, so proud of you, Alyssa. You were my son's preschool teacher. Amen. Yes. Yes. In Guyana, South America. <laughs> Way back when I started as a young girl, praise God. <laughs> yes. Now, Alyssa, 
you mentioned divorce quite often and how you had to overcome divorce. What is your best advice to the audience who may have gone through divorce themselves or maybe going through it right now at the moment? What is your best advice to them to never give up? So I I want to ask our audience to think when when whether you were forced into the process of divorce or the other person made a decision or you made a decision or or you made it together. I I always say you have to be empowered by your decision. So at some point, whether the person chose to leave or not, now take it on and say, now that they have, I am choosing me. I am choosing what I was created to be in this mess as well. And so from that place, you're empowering yourself. Not to look at yourself as a victim. As quickly as you can connect with that, get people around you that can remind you of how great you are. Go, go do whatever you need to do. And so you're now in that process making uh, decisions from a place of, of empowerment. Um, when I when when my ex and I decided, we decided to separate and this story has never been told. We made the decision together. Um, people had their questions and speculation, but we did sit and make the decision together. And I remember distinctly that we talked about purpose. And it's amazing that we're sitting here. We talked about whether or not the status of our relationship was hindering him and hindering I from truly living the life that God has called us to. And the answer was boldly and clearly yes for both of us. And we decided to separate. We didn't want to let go because we cared about each other. We had spent at that time probably already 14 years together in marriage and then five dating. So you can understand the, the gravity of how much how hard it is to let go. What I have to say is you can get through it. Make put yourself as a priority in the process. Put yourself as a priority in the process. And that's why I talk about connecting with your authentic voice, knowing your true values, knowing your core beliefs and where they come from. This is why we need coaches. This is why we sometimes have to go to therapy because we need to connect with those things. Because when you see that, when you're in that mindset, like when I was going through my separation, I felt very empowered strangely for the first time in my life because I call it, and I call it now, I was getting a shot at redoing, reliving, recreating, rebranding, re-envisioning. Now it was painful because someone that I cared about and loved so dearly was going to not be a part of that. That is real pain, that is real hurt. So when you ask what would I say to them is stand in a place of power first, get yourself fixed up, healed and stand, uh, know that you are whole and complete, just you without even clothes on. <laughs> Who do you see yourself as is the question and let that person lead, the true you lead in that process. Um, I would say it's not a quick process of healing. It's, it's a process, it's not quick. There's no set time. You're literally grieving something that seems very much alive to your human mind and all your senses, come on, the person is right over there. You know, whether they've moved on or not, you're still, you're, you're grieving something that's still very much alive. And that is the process. And you really need to be intentional about your environment, the people you have around you, the places you go, the activities you become a part of. That will help you heal and how intentional you are about committing to the process, to understanding the whys and hows 
and also taking responsibility for some of your own choices and decisions, whatever those may have been, not from just what led to the divorce, what you think led to divorce, but the whole process of how the relationship started and how it came to be that you're now in this position, whether it be one year, months, or, 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 or decades after. So stand in a place of power is my, my number one tip. Very powerful. Stand in the place of power. I love it. Now, Mr. Brown says, yes, there's power in choosing for yourself. And Lisa says, connecting with the source, God, the inspiration and guidance, that little voice within, knowing you are whole and complete. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That is, I say, it's it's the little voice within. Because I remember some of the physical struggles I had while, you know, we had so much toxicity in our marriage. And so I believe that God really allows he speaks to us in that little still small voice within and then it gets louder and it starts to sometimes when we ignore it our bodies i remember being so sick i was laden with fibroids and 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 multiple uh my blood count became so low at one time that i needed to have a blood transfusion and all of that was happening because of the dis-ease in my body. This is why I speak about authenticity because I was going along for the ride with my ex and doing as much as I could, but nothing would satisfy the fact that my soul was wounded and hurt and it was not being taken care of. The fact that I was in church every Sunday, every Wednesday and every day in between was not enough to heal me. I had to become intentional and surrender it to God first. And then he opened up the opportunity to send the right people and help me create a process to walk and become healed and heal. And that part, part of it was letting go of that relationship, which seemed even more painfully, overwhelmingly painful. But that's when you start to see the difference. Many people talk about how well I look. And I look at the pictures and I'm like, what was happening with me? I remember probably being about the same weight but still I looked so gloomy. And I'm not saying that was because of my ex. That's because I was this, this I had a dis-ease in my spirit. I was carrying so much that I would not allow anyone to see and covering it up that I was operating and living from a place that I say was inauthentic and, and, and just breaking me down. So once I made that decision from like our sister said, listening to the, to the little voice that got louder for me and louder. And then I, I just had to let go. It, it, it brings you, and I would say, when it's when it's a little voice, listen, because it's the Holy Spirit talking to you. Whether you believe in, 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 in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior or not, he speaks to all of us and we need to listen. So it doesn't become all these big issues you asking why am i suffering why am i hurting why 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 can i seem to break through in my career my business whatever it could be because you're living in a state of inauthenticity with yourself and then of course it's you're doing it with others and in the job and career you choose so i say come back come back and listen step back and listen and surrender amen now, Robert says, yes. Gloria says, you're glowing now, girl. And Gloria also says, doing awesome. Thank you for listening in. <laughs> Thank you, Gloria. That's my friend. She's also a powerful person I've met on my journey. Her story Absolutely. is amazing as well. Absolutely amazing. I love it. Now, Alyssa, tell us more about what gives you happiness in your life. I am most fulfilled um, 
in a place, let me tell you, I love the ocean, so I miss Florida. <laughs> and but when I'm not sitting by the ocean and just feeling the wind and hearing the breeze, I create that from listening to audio. But I get the most satisfaction out of seeing people prosper. Like I really believe there's so much. I am I, as a little girl, I believe that we can really change the world and make it a better place. I mean, stand heal the world, heal the world, make it a better place for you and for I and the entire human race. And I love that at age 40, I still absolutely believe that. And so when I see someone You're just- 30. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, again, I don't mind talking about my age. Some people won't dare. I wouldn't say anything about that, but that's all part of my authenticity. My journey being authentic is saying I'm 40, but it's just a number, right? Um, so when I see someone have that aha moment that they can take and 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 do something different that changes their life in a way they can't even anticipate, that's what brings me, I get it all time high. And now I get that all day. I mean, I just am blessed to have friends who most of my friends and in my inner circle, I call them my board of directors in my life, are coaches and 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 God-fearing, God-crazy people. And so they keep me in check too. So I'm getting those aha and breakthrough moments every day. I get at least one. And so I love when I see that happening for other people and their lives are changing. I'm so passionate about it. That's why I pour out so many free webinars and free conversations with coaching tools because I believe that we all should be armored with a toolbox that we can know exactly where to go and what to do, because life doesn't stop coming at us and it comes pretty fast. But my goal is to get people creating toolboxes where again, in it, their major, major, of course, my mission is to let you get connected with God and get your soul saved and your life going in the right direction. But we need practical tools. And so I, I have this uh, Facebook group called Fulfillment Fuel. And everything I do, I call it fulfillment fuel because I believe we need constant pouring of fuel into the tank of our lives to keep us propelling forward. And so um, I get a, I, that's my happy place. You see how happy I get? Yes. That's my happy place. It sounds happy. I love it. Now, Robert is asking you a question. If you can play the beautiful piano in the background. <laughs> no. The only thing I can do with music is, is is sing a tune or two, and I have an ear for when it's off or not. But Robert, thanks for asking. I don't. That's one of my things that I'd love to achieve in the next few years by the time I'm 45. Absolutely amazing. Now, Wilson says, come visit me in Turks and Kyokas. So proud of you. Girl, you know I'm coming. You know I'm coming. <laughs> We're going to take the island by storm. <laughs> I love it. Now, Alyssa, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? My best advice, again, is what you have right here on the screen. Stand in a place of power. Really and truly, you have to get up every day and choose you. You're, I, I did a, a, a training recently. It's called Rewriting Your Story. And so in Rewriting Your Story, I talked about letting go of shame and understanding how shame and guilt can really, really taint everything for you. So I'm asking our audiences to, again, choose you 
and know that any given time with God's help, you know, I'm not going to tell you without God, you are the author. You are also, you're also part of the directorship of your life. So you can, once you decide, get up every day and choose you and welcome the opportunity to add value to others. Let me tell you, one of the biggest things in life is, 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 is not receiving and being able to get opportunities. One of the biggest things is giving people the opportunity. Sometimes giving them the opportunity that you want for yourself. So choose you by giving people and adding value to other people and watch as you're in that process, how much healing, how much rewriting there is and how much really and truly creative control you have of your own life. Amen. So choose you, choose your, choose your own path, not considering everything that everyone said, sit with yourself, sit in the presence of God or whatever it is you believe sit with yourself and allow God to show you. It's not a mystery. One of my friends said, when I was dealing with niche confusion, okay, what kind of coach am I? Am I a leadership coach? Am I a that coach? And one of my friends sat me down so grateful for him. And then two of my other sisters, but they all said, girl, it's, 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 it's right in front of you. What, what are you looking for? You've always, this is, this is what you, you talk about purpose all the time. So I don't have a particular niche. I, I definitely would say I'm a transformation coach. Um, but listen, just let's take life. And so I, that's why I call myself a life coach. If I have to choose a niche, it's life coaching because everything that goes with life is going to require you to choose you and live authentically and know exactly who you are for yourself. Very powerful. Now, Robert says, amen. And Joy says, I'm on, Gigi. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And thank Thanks, you. Joy. I love it. Now, Alyssa, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I truly appreciate you. Now, where can the audience find you? So everyone can find me. I'm on all social media and it's very simple. My website, Elisa White, can take you to everything that you need. And we're going to be, I'm going to be putting up all the other programs and stuff that are coming soon by the end of the year. So you can find me on Instagram um, as Elisa as White Speaks. You just type my name in, Elisa White, um, in any social media platform, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. I'm there, Twitter. Follow me. I say... I, I love, I, as a shopper and a, a person in the market field, I love to see what's the discounts, what's the freebies. Well, in, in my world and in what, what I do at Fulfillment Empowerment Network, it's not just a freebie, it's a tool. I, I'm really just pouring into people. Um, on the 31st of the last of this year, I have a, a class that's called New Year, New You. And so I'm really inviting our audiences to join. It's a free webinar and it will be broadcast um, on Facebook in, in the Facebook group. But I really want you to join me as we get ready and set ourselves up for success and getting our goals. I also have a focus group on Facebook that's called the Goal Getters focus group. And I really would like all the like-minded people who are really serious and committed. Again, that's a free group where I'll be giving you, again, tools. And I'll have some of my other coach friends joining in with me to just provide an opportunity for us to grow. And I say glow together because once there's growth, there's glowing. <laughs> Amen. I love it.
Now, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Alyssa at alyssawhite.com. That's A-L-I-S-A-W-H-Y-T-E.com. And Alyssa, thank you again so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. I'm so blessed to be here. And I was glad I got the opportunity to walk with you for a few minutes. And we'll be walking together because God has brought us together in, 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 a, in a very unique time. And I'm blessed to have you, Gigi. Amen. Keep it, girl. Now, would you like to say a prayer, a quick prayer for uh, the audience and I? Sure, sure. Father God, I just thank you so much for the opportunity in this platform that my sisters created, Lord. And I'm asking right now, as we close out 2020, that you will put a special blessing in her and all these amazing events and things that she's doing, Lord. I thank you for guiding her as she goes through, oh God. And Lord, also right now, I bring everyone that's watching and that will watch this video and listen to the podcast or see us on the television, God, I pray that right now, that your Holy Spirit will go forth and help to bring them in a place of, of, of just, just coming before you and allowing you to heal them from the pain that they have suffered and allowing you, oh God, to guide them on the road to purpose and fulfilling them, becoming exactly what you had created them before the foundations of the earth, oh God. And so, Lord, we give you praise and glory because of the testimonies and the lives that are being changed by this platform that you've allowed my sister to create, not just today, but forevermore, God. We thank you because you are the God of everything. You're the God that wants to see us fulfilled. You're the God that wants us to live in a life abundantly, not when we get to heaven, but now while we're here on earth. So we receive all your blessings. We continue to seek your guidance and your leadership. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you all for listening in. I, I truly hope you all have a blessed day. Oh, we have a few comments in. Robert says, you have lifted my spirit. Joy says, great interview and energy. Thank you all. Thank you for Thank listening. Thank God. Thank you, Joy. Amazing. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> great interview, ladies, Ms. Johnson says. Bye. Uh, thank you, Keo. We have to interview 